Hi, everyone. Colin Vincent here, co-founder of Equity Directory, on the phone with Christopher Lockhead, former three-time CMO who is now a CEO marketing coach, category designer, co-founder of Play Bigger, and Equity Directory advisor. Chris, welcome. Thanks, Colin. It's great to be here with you today. Awesome. Well, we're, really, we're really glad to have you. So we're going to talk about your recent Quora answer to the question, how often do startup founders face ill will toward them from their parents? Yeah, I, I think it's a great question. And um, I think it's one that uh, I, I hadn't heard talked about a lot. But particularly when you're a younger entrepreneur, if you're um, maybe leaving school early to start a company or instead of getting a quote unquote real job, you start a company, um, it's, it's an important topic to address for, for younger entrepreneurs. And so I, it's interesting because I'm looking at your core answers, and this one received an incredible amount of traffic recently. And it's, uh, it's interesting. I'd like to, to hear more about what, you, what your thoughts are around this because your answer was great, but I'm sure you have a lot more to say. Well, uh, thank you. Um, it's interesting that the person who asked the question says that they're bootstrapping a startup on their own and that their mother in particular uh, said how pathetic this person was for not getting a real job and, um, and that she was embarrassed to tell people what, um, uh, what their child was doing. Mm. And I know for a lot of us, it's certainly true for me, uh, I started my first real company when I was about 18, 19 years old. And, um, my parents had no context to understand what I was doing. And my mother in particular, uh, my mother worked at a hospital uh, and had worked there for most of her adult life um, in, in kind of an, an administrative function. And one of the questions that she asked me uh, when me and my at the time partner Jack started the company was, is what you're doing legal? <laughs> And you know, we were not starting a business that I think most business people would think was illegal. We were starting a, a technology training and consulting company. This was back in the, you know, the dawn of the personal computer when they were first really starting to take off as a business tool. And we wanted to start a company helping helping companies embrace PCs as opposed to mainframes and minis. And and she thought, well, you know, I didn't have any education. I got thrown out of school at eighteen for being stupid, and I like. Uh, you know, many of the entrepreneurs I know started a company because I had no other choice. It was either that or, you know, do, do a manual labor job. I had no education, no experience, no nothing. And so uh, I started a company out of necessity. But my, my mother was very, very worried at the time and to the point where she thought what we were doing might be illegal because she said, well, don't you need like a license to do this or you have to have some education or like how can you just tell people you're – you know, going to do custom development and training and whatever that she didn't even know what any of those things were, of course. But like, how can you just say that you're a business person and just start a company? Don't you need permission from somebody to do that? And, and so it gives you a sense for what her context would have been like, um, you know, when I started my first company. And, and my mom, like I think most people's mom, of course, she loves me and loved me at the time and loves me today. And supported me, but was very worried, and so it was very easy for her to ask questions um, and, and to say things that, to me at the time, made me feel like she was down on me or not supporting me. Sure. When a point of fact, what she was saying, and I, I understand this now as someone who's forty-eight years old, what she was saying is, "I love you. I don't understand what you're doing. 
I don't see how this works, and I don't want you to be a homeless, you know, bum. Right. Um, which is very different than um, I don't believe in you and I don't love you. Yes. Definitely. And so I think for those of us who start companies when we're young, whether it's because they have to, like my situation, or whether it's because you want to, you see something, you see a missing in the world, you become possessed by uh, an idea uh, as it relates to our parents, I think we just have to be authentic with them and tell them that this is a dream that we have and ask them for their support. And like all dreams, I think we need to put a time limit on it, right? If you can't make your company go in a certain amount of time and if you, if you bootstrap it to a level where it doesn't go, you know, there will be a point in your life where you say, well, you know, this is not fucking working and I got to go get a job. And if you're a developer, maybe you got to go get a job as a developer. If you're a uh, uh, marketing and salesperson uh, like I was and, and certainly am, then you got to go get a job doing that. But it, it doesn't mean we can't have our dream. Um, and it doesn't mean that we can't take our parents along for the ride. And, and the other thing that I certainly learned um, over time was um, – your 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 parents are going to communicate however they're going to communicate, but make no mistake, they love you no matter what. And they're just my mother was just worried about me. And so what I would share with you, particularly if you're a younger entrepreneur facing this dilemma, is your mom or your dad is probably just worried. They want you to have a great life, and they may be really shitty at how they're communicating that to you. And you're from your perspective, but make no mistake, that's what they want, and they want to see you be successful and. Um, the best advice I have for people on this one is go out and be a legendary success. Um, if you're successful in business, uh, and they're going to see that you're successful in business and that worry is going to go away. And, um, from my own personal story, you know, I started my first company when I was 18, 19 and around the time I was about 27, even though my first business had failed, my second one was a success and ultimately I ended up moving from Canada to Silicon Valley and, and becoming the head of marketing of a software company out here called Bantive and, and onward I went. Um, but as a guy that grew up certainly lower middle class, uh, I, I wouldn't say we were dirt poor, but we were certainly not, uh, you know, we had to worry about a lot of things that um, that a lot of people have to worry about when they when when they're struggling. Um, one of the areas of pain for my mother always was a car. She had always driven secondhand cars. They were generally pretty shitty. I remember as a little kid, the car stalling uh, all the time and having to get out at the stop sign and stick my finger oh, no. in the fucking carbodingulator so that the the thing would turn over and you know we had lots of problems with shitty cars in Canada because it's freezing cold and so you get up in the morning and the damn thing won't start and uh, you know all this stuff and so yeah. a vehicle was always a source of aggravation for my mom as a kid so uh, long story longer when I sort of first got some success behind me uh, and, and sold a company and moved out here to Silicon Valley um, one of the things I believe is that uh, good boys take care of their mothers and so uh, I, I flew back to Canada and I said, Mom, um, I, I'd really like to buy you a new car. And, and, and that's, that's oh. what, what, what I did. And it was one of the greatest joys of my life at the time. And what I can tell you is whatever fear your mom or your dad, but in my case, my mom 
had about me being a failure and not making it. Why didn't I get a real job? And I'm an embarrassment to the family and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, all that went away when I bought her a car. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. And she still didn't understand what the fuck I was doing and how it could be legal and how I could be a, you know, an officer in a publicly traded NASDAQ listed company with no education. And at the time I was, you know, much younger than uh, most of my peers and, and so forth for, for which I'm grateful uh, to have had that opportunity. But all that said, Roughly, you know, eight or ten years later, when I got her the car, she still didn't understand what I did or how I could do it or, you know, how you could do this without an MBA or you know, et cetera, et cetera. But she did understand one thing. Whatever the fuck I did and it allowed me to move from, at the time I was living in Toronto, to Silicon Valley, uh, you know, in start enjoying a, a wonderful life in this part of the world and fly back home and buy her a car in cash. Yeah. And, you know, she cried. Uh, because of the only other person she'd ever heard of that happening for was was uh, Jerry Seinfeld's family. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I wasn't at the time, and I'm not now, making Jerry Seinfeld money, but I did make <laughs> enough money to take care of my mom. <laughs> and uh, and she has been out to visit a lot lately, hasn't she? Yeah, I mean it's been it, it's been great over the last several years. My mom has uh, has come out on a pretty regular basis. Um, I think we're averaging roughly uh, three times a year now. And um, uh, Jackie still loves her car, um, and, but mostly, of course, uh, she loves she loves to spend time with us out here. Uh, my wife Carrie and I. And the other interesting thing, just as a side note, um, technology, in particular, social media and Facebook has allowed my mom to be part of my extended family and tribe out here. Uh, I think like a lot of immigrants, when I moved to Silicon Valley not knowing anybody, you have to build your own family. You have to create your own tribe. Yep. I've been incredibly fortunate um, to, to be able to do that with some legendary people, um, of course, many of whom you also know, Colin, and obviously you're one of them. Um, but the cool thing about it is when my mom comes out here, she's got to meet all my friends and my adopted family. And because of Facebook in particular, she's able to connect with all of them on Facebook. She's friends with all my friends on Facebook. So. Oh, yes. We're, we're friends. I'm friends with your mom. Yeah. She 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 likes to like all your shit and all that <laughs> stuff. And, uh, but the cool thing is when she does come out here, uh, she gets to plug into our tribe or my adopted family here and because of Facebook she feels connected to them throughout the year so that's a little bit of a side note but yeah she loves to come out and um, she was just here actually a couple weeks ago and um, the weather in Toronto has absolutely been sucking of late it's been freezing and stuff and um, even with El Nino we've had a, a pretty beautiful uh, winter here in Northern California so yeah she was happy to come out and spend uh, uh, just a little under two weeks, um, a couple weeks back. And she's, I, I know how proud of you she is. She's, uh, she has a lot to be proud of. You've done an incredible job. Yeah, that's very sweet of you to say. And I, I hope to make her proud. And um, I aspire mm -hmm. to be the man that she thinks I am every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I know there are days I certainly fall short, but. Um, as in one of the things I said in the post, which is um, become somebody that, that, that your parents are proud of. Yeah. And so um, 
I think she's proud of me and, and, and it's interesting. And I think this is true for many of us as children. Uh, when we do things that make our parents proud, it drives us to do more things that make our parents proud. Agreed. Um, so, uh, like I said, I, 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 I try to, I try as, as best I can to be the person my mother thinks I am and the person that she tells all her friends that I am. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that person Batman? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm far from Batman. By the way, as a side note, I'm completely protesting this new bullshit Batman Superman movie. Um, <laughs> first of all, for me, the original Batman is Adam West and always will be. So, of course. As much as I'd like some of the newer Batmans, uh, particularly um, uh, Mike Keaton, the real Batman is a guy named Adam West, uh, particularly for those of you who are younger, Google Adam West and the old TV show is available, I think, on Netflix and Amazon and lots of other places. And so that's Batman and Robin for me. Um, but there is no world where Batman and Robin, or excuse me, where Batman and Superman fight each other. And so I think we should just all protest this Hollywood blasphemy. <laughs> I, I digress. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to take it back uh, a little bit. I'm interested to know what your thoughts are around someone who still has a long way to go before they can buy their mom that car and may be stuck in a little bit of a dynamic with one or both of their parents around this. And do you have any thoughts on, on how to approach those conversations or how to maybe um, ease the fear or the worry um, that, that those parents are ex experiencing? Yeah, great question. Uh, I think we all have to remember no matter what we believe about what our parents are saying, doing, that they just love us and want us to have a good life. And so whatever your mom is saying to you, your dad is saying to you, just hear that. Beyond that, I think you, you need to share a couple of things with them. Share with them your vision and passion for the business. That is ultimately what's going to carry the day. Do you have a real insight around a real problem? It's a problem worth solving. And can you build a product, a company and a new category or a reimagined existing category that supports your view that this problem needs to be solved? And if you do that, you'll build a great company. So share with them what your passion is about and specifically, what problem you see, whether it's a, 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 uh, a market-based problem or a technically-based problem, most legendary entrepreneurs see a problem, they see something that's missing, or, or they have some way of thinking, it should fucking be different than it is. The way it is, is not all right. To quote the Big Lebowski, this aggression will not stand, man. <laughs> and you as an entrepreneur get obsessed with deal with that problem that you see. Uh, and if you're successful, you'll build a company and a product and a category around that problem. And if the world sees the problem the way you do, it's going to want the solution. And right. if, you create, if you're the company that creates the solution, then you stand to be the category. And we like to say um, company that finds the space is best positioned to dominate it. So share with your parents your vision, 
what is it that you're trying to bring to the world and, and what problem you're solving and how you want to solve it. And then share with them a timeline because, um, yeah, I don't know who said it. It's a corny quote, difference between a dream and goal, right? Yeah. And we can all have dreams that we're never going to get on with, but the minute, I don't know if you've ever run a marathon in your life or, you know, done anything physical, but the minute you agree that you're going to go do a race, or you're going to compete in something, it changes the way you train. Sure. And so if you're an entrepreneur, you say, I'm going to go for this idea and I'm quitting school, I'm quitting my job, or I'm doing whatever I'm going to invest to my 401k, or whatever it is you're, you know, put at stake uh, above and beyond, of course, your time, give your 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 dream a deadline and make it real so it's a competition like mm -hmm. signing up a, a 10k or a marathon or whatever share that with your parents so here's my dream here's my vision here's the problem i'm solving here's why i think it's worth solving and i'm going to give myself three years or two years or whatever it is you're going to give yourself and then bust your ball to make that happen and um if it doesn't work it doesn't work Success is about failing in the right uh, direction. My first business failed. Uh, we went back bankrupt, and, and it was a giant fucking bummer. And if you think my mom was, uh, you know, focused on me being fuck up when I started, it, you can imagine a couple of years later when it failed how she felt. Uh, but the failure of my first business led to me getting a job, and then led to me my next business, and so forth and so on. I'm, I'm lucky enough to have had a, a wonderful life in, in our industry and now get to live in Silicon Valley and, and so forth. So my point is, give it a deadline, go for it. It's going to succeed, it's going to fail, it's somewhere in between. And enroll your parents in both A, your dream for the business and your vision, and B, make them understand that you're not going to do this forever. You're not going to be like a wannabe rock star who is, you know, still... Uh, playing in a coffee shop battle of the bands on Tuesday nights when you're 58 years old. Right. That you're going to give this thing a timetable and um, it doesn't work. Then you're going to go get a good fashion job and maybe take a run at it again later in your life. But they got to understand this is not a box. And, and, and it'll put you on a timetable to make it happen. <clears throat> so, one thing I have to, to add to that that has come out of personal experience um, over the last few years is that um, sharing an idea. So my, my dad is, is always my cheerleader and, and my mom is sort of takes backseat on the cheerleading. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, I always feel 110, 10% supported by my dad. And I feel that um, I have a little more to prove to my mom and what I have found is that um, in the past, I would approach her with an idea and try to get her to agree that it was a good idea. And what I realized that uh, it wasn't about what my mom thought or what I thought. It was about what the people who, who had the problem I was trying to solve thought. Yep. And so when we came up with the idea for Equity Directory, instead of telling my mom that I had a good idea and then going and building a website and hoping everyone showed up, I did the exact opposite. I stayed real quiet. And in fact, if you recall, I didn't even share this with you in the first couple of weeks until I actually had something to share with you. 
And that was validation. That was people showing up to my landing page and identifying with the problem and signing up because they wanted to, they wanted that problem solved. And when I had a 1,500 people signed up and I showed my mom, the look on her face was a little different than in the past when I just said, I think I have a good idea. A absolutely. A lot of people, and rightfully so, say, show me. And... Um, you know, as, as someone who failed grade 10 math and is dyslexic, uh, equations are not always my favorite thing. That said, my favorite equation is results do not equal results plus an excuse. And so when you start producing results instead of excuses, people go, oh, shit, I should pay attention to that. Yeah. People don't think Mark Zuckerberg He's a legendary guy because he's a great guy to hang out over beers with. He may very well be a great guy to hang out over beers with, but he did something absolutely fucking legendary. And so the amount of respect for him in the world is massive as the result of that. Sure. It's because of the result. And so it may sound harsh to some, but the reality is you are your results. And the world listens to you in proportion to the way the world values your results. And that works for your parents. Yep. Now, the thing that's different with your parents is I've never heard of a parent who doesn't love his child or child. Mm -hmm. They have a weird way of expressing it, but uh, every parent I've seen loves their child in a way that is different than the way I love most other people. My mother will forever think that I should rainbow. That was long before I bought her a car. Um, and so the interesting thing with your parents is, for most of us, fucking up doesn't make us a fuck with our parents. Mm -hmm. So that that's, that's very cool. You know, my dad is happy to see me just because he's happy to see me. And I hope he's proud of me, just like I hope my mom's proud of me. And so he, most of us will, will always have that. They're always just happy to see us. But in the context of are you have a great career, are you going to build a legendary business, uh, frankly, just like everyone else, results equal results. So to your point, Colin, you were able to show your mom, hey, we got a working website, working application. We started to do some marketing and growth hacking to get some attention and users uh, and validate our concept of product market fit and ultimately the thing play bigger think matters the most company category fit. As that started to happen, play bigger excuse me, at, at equity directory, and then holy shit, some revenue started to come in. People started to actually sign up for shit and pay for shit. And you could say, hey mom, see all this stuff? Websites and applications and paying users and people sending us love letters and all this stuff, yep. he goes, hey, Colin, you're producing results. Yeah. And parents are proud of results, just like everybody else are. Yeah, well, I can't tell you how good it feels because she's, <clears throat> I, I believe that she is, uh, she's on board now, so it's a, it's a great feeling. Yeah, I don't care how old you are, right? Um, we all want to have that love and support and, and, and we all want to like uh, we can get our parents proud. Yeah. 
Well, Chris, this has been a great call. I really appreciate your time. It's a, a very important topic for founders these days. And uh, your experience and your perspective is extremely valuable. And uh, be curious to see what the audience thinks in the comments. Thanks so much. It's oh, been really great. Thank you. Thank you, Colin. I, I love doing these with you. Um, I, I, of course, uh, am fired up to be connected to the equity directory community and, and with the technology startup world in general. And uh, yeah, I think this is a cool question and uh, hopefully today made a difference and uh, wish all the entrepreneurs out there a ton of luck, best wishes and, uh, and play bigger. Great, Chris. Looking forward to our next call. Have a great day. You too. Knock them alive. All right. Bye-bye.